if it wasn't discrimination. And you have the nerve. No, no, no. You have the nerve to sit there on your high horse and preach to these bottom-feeding dwellers who sit in the chat room like Alliance Blog, who's been doing this for over a decade and still only got 2,000 followers. Yeah, I see you. You're a jabroni and a ham sandwich, and I don't want to hear from you ever again about what the NWA is supposed to do. This is what pro wrestling is supposed to be. This is what the NWA is supposed to be. No, no, no. You don't tell anyone what the NWA is supposed to be, and you certainly don't lecture me about what the NWA is supposed to be. I made the NWA. We hate that. You already know what it is. The radioactive pop with Danny Limelight. United Wrestling Network, World Heavyweight Champion. And make sure you tune into the Alliance blog every week. You heard it here first. Straight from Poppy. Times are tough now, guys. And it's no joke out here. That's why I'm very proud to be partnering with the Upside app. They're leveling the playing field, guys. They're giving you opportunities to earn cash back on, on purchases for groceries, purchases for gasoline, purchases for food. These are the things we all spend our money on all the time. I believe in Upside. I use Upside weekly. My lifetime earnings is over $408. And you too can be earning cash back on your Phillips, your groceries, or your eating out experiences just by signing up. And it's free. By using my invite code, J-A-S-O-N-75338, that's Jason753338, you'll earn $5 cash back on your first fill-up. Use the link in the video description or download the app, but make sure you use that invite code, J-A-S-O-N-753338, and make money by using the Upside app. Hey, real quick, I got asked a question in the chat, so I'm going to answer it. I'm going to bring it up for you guys to talk about, too, um, because I think this is a great question, and it's from our pal, Paladin. It's from our pal, Aiden, and he suggests or asks, uh, you know, uh, what are your thoughts on Aldis? Aldis? I said Aldis. I sound like a guy from New Jersey. What are your thoughts on Aldis getting a producer role in the WWE? They wanted him for in-ring talent, but he chose to stay with the NWA for a few months more. I okay. What's that? So I'm not sure how much he chose. He was under contract for a while. Yeah, like he he didn't have the option to leave. He was under. Remember, okay. So looking at the contract situation again, this is just secondhand information. This might not be accurate. This is what we heard. So I want to preface that by saying, like, I don't actually know the contract status that Nick Aldis had with the NWA. However, I do know that their contracts tended to expire at the end of the year. So when Aldis signed on in 2017, it was towards the end of the year. Uh, and they had him, I think it was a multi-year deal from 2017. When it got to 2019, they re-signed him. And I, get, I, I remember in 2020, they made the announcement, and I was like, Oh, all this is re-signed with the NWA. And we're like, of course he is. Why wouldn't he? Because this was before the pandemic and there was no reason not to support him, not to enjoy him, you know, all that stuff, right? And and so then at the end of 2020, uh, during the pandemic where everyone was on hiatus, and this was the same, the same thing for, uh, I believe, Thunder Rosa as well, all those champions got re-signed because they had an option on their contract 
that uh, you know they could exercise an option to keep him for another year. So uh, at the last moment, because there was a point in time, guys, the rumor has it. I don't. Billy didn't tell me this, but the rumor has it that they were this close to just shutting the doors down. And I, I think a lot of us forget about that. that there was a point in time where the NWA might not have come back after the pandemic. So these contracts were uh, re renegotiated at the late hour. And I think it's because they got that deal with fight and they said, okay, you're going to help pay for the production of the show. We're going to resign some of these talents. So uh, Thunder Rosa got resigned in 2020 for the 2021 season. And so did Nick Aldis. And remember, there were like three or four months there where there was no, nothing happening in the NWA at all. Remember, like, uh, they did a few matches with Primetime Live, and then there was a falling out between the United Wrestling Network and the NWA. And then, uh, unfortunately, Josephus passed away. So all this stuff kind of happened while the NWA was inactive. When they came back, what's the first thing they did? They did that uh, uh, pay-per-view, and they dedicated it to the member of Josephus, and they had all these talents who, you know, it was a different roster, right? Like, you had Aaron Stevens, you had uh, Trevor Murdoch, but there was no Josephus, there was no Royce Isaacs, there was no Ziggy Dice, there was no uh, Ricky Starks. Uh, the whole roster looked different. There wasn't even a, a Allison Kay at this point. So I guess what I'm trying to say is all this was under contract, and they had that option for 2022 as well. And I think what you know he had said, hey, look, I'm not going to resign in 2023. And that's when the whole thing kind of came out with, with all this happy. Although, like, you could read the room. He, obviously, he wasn't happy with the comments that he was making and the gimmick that they were trying to come up with where him and Billy were kind of shooting on each other. Man, of course it wasn't going to – of course that was going to end poorly. Um, they worked themselves into a shoot. Uh, but eventually, you know, he's out of contract. At any point, the WWE could have picked him up. They chose not to. I don't know what their reasoning is. I've said it before. I, I don't have to like all this to tell you that he's a great talent. And if I was starting a wrestling company, he'd be someone I would definitely look at. But for whatever reason, the WWE didn't hire him. Maybe it was a hiring freeze. I don't know. But he didn't get rehired from the uh, – he didn't get hired from the WWE to come to the NWA. Let me try that again. He didn't get hired into the WWE for whatever reason. They offered him this role as a producer. He took it. Um, I think it's a smart move for Nick Aldis. He's he. I mean, he right now he has a nagging back injury. He took some time away from the Indies to, to focus on getting his back back in shape. If he's not able to go the way he used to, this is a great transition. Look at what they did to for Adam Pierce, right? Adam Pierce, uh, you know, he he took his shoes off in the middle of the uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood Ring. Took off his shoes. And he started working with the WWE Performance Center, took that Performance Center job and became a producer and an agent for the WWE, moved that into succession to become essentially the authority figure that's on TV every week, who's making great money and not taking bumps every week. He's still very much a part of the wrestling business. He still gets to cut promos in, an, in a sense, and he doesn't have to take a single bump. So, like... For his family and for him, like that was a great decision. Would I see uh, Pierce Russell one more time? Absolutely, but you know he made the best decision for him. 
and I see what you're saying, Pallet. He's only 37. Sure. But he also has a bump card filled out. And if you can walk away from the sport on your own recognizance and have a, a fruitful life afterwards and not end up in a wheelchair or having nagging issues for the rest of your life, I mean, maybe that's the way to go. Uh, I'd, I'd love to hear your take on it, Jane. What do you think? I think it make an excellent agent. And it's a lot of times the agents don't last long in the WWE. Pierce is definitely an exception, but a lot of the agents don't generally last long in the WWE, and they end up going back to the indie circuits and wrestling again. I think that happened twice with uh, um, David Fit Finley and other wrestlers and, and agents too, and trainers and stuff like that. So the I guess right now, if he can get paid to recover, learn what as much as he can from the WWE, he's also got a child. So, and this child's at the age now that he could, he'll know that if he's away, like on certain times, so now he can do what he needs to do, work, go see his child, not have to worry about injuring himself, be able to play with his child, to be able to do fun things, you know, hold them and carry them and do whatever he needs to do. He doesn't have to worry about all the wear and tear on his body. Uh, okay, baby. You're the elder statement here. I mean, obviously, you've got bad knees, bad back, you know, bad hips, bad shoulders, bad. Yeah, I just... don't know any of that. Uh, I'm, I'm like 10 years younger and I got all the same problems, but let's go. Uh, no, I mean, look, all those who didn't necessarily wrestle a modern style of wrestling, but he has been in it a long time and he has. Uh, work probably stiffer things than what a lot of wrestlers are used to. I don't think a lot of people understand that you know Pat O'Connor wrestled like into his 60s or something like that. He can still get in the ring. Put on Who was that? Pat O'Connor. Pat O'Connor. Pat O'Connor. And uh uh, he held the world NWA world title in, I think, like fifties. He was still wrestling in like eighty-one, and and he looked his age. You know, he he looked old, but he was still wrestling. He could still do it, and that's because in those old, slower, boring days, as some people like to call it, uh, they didn't put as much punishment on their body, and it looked it still looked real, but. They didn't. They didn't go out and do a whole lot of jumping and everything that you know just tore the things apart. Uh, if you're talking about Prince earlier, a lot of people don't realize Prince had double hip replacement because you know just within a couple of years before he he OD'd, probably because well. The reason he had the double hip surgery was because of all those years of him jumping on stage and jumping off speakers and jumping from one platform to another in high heeled boots. You know, they, it takes its toll after a while. Are you telling me it had nothing to do with his bad basketball skills? Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, but, you know, to Nick Aldis, yeah, I mean, he's talked about his back injury and stuff like that. 
uh, will he wrestle again one day? Maybe he is young. If he can get his back sorted out and back and forth. But, I mean, we've seen with Thunder Rosa. She's been out, what, a year now? Yeah. And she's still trying to make a comeback. Maybe he hurt his back during the NWA for so long. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, but, you know, uh, our friend Kevin Frazier, Kevin Douglas, you know, one of the things that he'll tell you is one of the reasons he got out wrestling when he did was because he didn't want to have that broken down body. Yeah. And we still see where years later he had a medical issue because of it. He almost died. You guys, like, if for those of you guys who don't remember Kevin, because uh, it's been a while since he's been on, Kevin Douglas, uh, Kevin, Kevin Frazier, Kevin Douglas is a former world junior heavyweight champion. And he did go. I mean, he, like, when he wrestled, he went hard. And in an injury he had several years ago came back to haunt him where he was passing out, like, just passing out at, at work, at home. And uh, he went to the hospital. They had to do emergency surgery to replace his trachea, right? I think that's what it was. Yeah, his uh, artery, one of his arteries. Excuse me, the artery. Was it the carotid artery? uh, You know, I'm not trying to be silly, but it might have been. And uh, had they not done the surgery when they did, it could have killed him. He could have died. He basically had a stroke. Yeah. A a small one. He went blind in his left eye. I think that's when they... uh... That's how he ended up in the hospital. And so, yeah, I mean, and that, that was damage from wrestling. And yeah. Came back to haunt him all these years later. Yeah. And, you know, how many injuries have we see? I just read recently where basically everyone's telling Big E not to step back in the ring again. You know, like all the medical professionals. Because uh, he's hurt. And, you know, a lot of people get excited when Brian Danielson – finally came back and stuff like that. The guy gets injured every three months. Yeah. And some form or another, you know, his last one was a very bad break of, was it his ankle or his leg? I, I think that's because he's vegan, doesn't eat meat. Maybe. But uh, whatever the re- it was because he was in a wrestling ring is the reason. Yeah. And, he's uh, also no longer vegan, I don't think. Well, good for him. <laughs> vegetarian now. But anyway, uh, are you saying there's so many jokes to be made here, and I'm not going to do it. I don't want to offend their audience. Yeah, I know. But uh, tell them to me, I'll say them. My point is that, I mean, you know, look, one of the agents back there is Jason Jordan, who, you know, used to team with uh, uh, Chad Gable and got a neck injury. And he was smart, he never came back. He took the backstage role. And too many people are getting seriously injured and then they want to come back. And it's like, man, it ain't worth it. And so if if Nick Aldis, if his back is messed up, then don't go back in the ring. If NWA will pay you to be a producer or an agent mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, gosh, and, uh, then, you know, do that. So. Jason Kidd, yeah. Tyson, all right, that's another one. I mean, even, uh, well, 
Steamboat's son, Richie, right? So they call yeah. him, you know, he injured his back. And it's a shame that people are, you know, we talk a lot about uh, PJ Hawk and we enjoyed the Hawks. And I'll tell you to this day, PJ Hawk was an idiot for jumping off a balcony in a mall. Because one of these days, people are going to do that and they're going to go splat. And, you know, one of the things that Jaden and I send each other back and forth are indie shows where people are all but killing themselves. For a hot dog and a handshake. Yeah, for a hot dog. Yeah, hot dog, drink, and chips. You can have two of the three and I'll shake your hand. Get out of here, kid. You bother me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, unlike Dave Daw, who's killing the wrestling business, they're killing themselves. <laughs> right. Can we, can we get Dave Daw to do something that would kill himself? No. I, I take that back. You know what? When it came out of my mouth, it felt wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. No, that's okay. Now we're, you know, Dave Lagana is going to call you and make sure that you're not promoting suicide. Uh, so anyhow, it was a bad joke. Joke, right? He's making a bad joke about a bad joke. Okay. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I explained it to him. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I saw where a couple, at least one person, I think maybe two people said something about Nick Aldis claims NWA owes him money. I don't, I don't know. I know Billy Corgan said he was suspended indefinitely for something. So my guess is he probably never paid the last of the contract. Probably. Arguing arguing that he was suspended. So... And, and look, I feel the NWA owes me money. All right. Let's be honest here, guys. It's easy to say that. We don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. Just because I say something doesn't mean it's true. And I like Nick. Well, let me rephrase, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. I like the wrestler that Nick Aldis was. I didn't like the person that Nick Aldis was. If Aldis was owed money... He was also flapping his gums quite a bit in the negative about the NWA. If I'm Billy Corgan, I'm not going to pay that guy for talking all that shit about me, especially when I could terminate his contract at any time. That's the thing about sports entertainment, guys. Their contracts are very one-sided. They'll, until there's a union, these guys are always going to be at the mercy of the employer. And if if tomorrow Vistic Man wants to fire the entire WWE roster, then he can. That's his obligate or his uh, obligation. That's his uh, prerogative. Uh, prerogative, yeah. And it, 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 what's that? It's my prerogative. There you go. All and right, if Bobby Brown, there we go. It, yeah. uh, that's Chris. Never mind. Um, and, and the thing about it is if Billy says, hey, you know what? I don't like the way you're talking about the NWA. Well, you're under contract. I'm going to go ahead and terminate your contract. He has that right to do that. You it know, depends on how the contract's worded, honestly. I, I think I would think all this to be smarter than let a contract out. But it, is, it all depends on how contracts are worded. Well, can, we, can we read some the of the way it was phrased, The way it was phrased both in – in the NWA and outside was Billy Corgan said that he had been suspended indefinitely, which was like in October or something like that. His contract was supposed to end in December. Yeah. My guess is that he never paid him whatever that contract was from October 
through December. I'm assuming that there was money that was supposed to be paid. Billy Corgan says you're suspended. If Nick Alda says he is owed it, but he's unwilling to sue for it, my guess is the contract probably allowed for that. Thank you for tuning in to the Alliance Blog Podcast, a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, the premier source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. Would you consider subscribing so you never miss a new episode? You can follow us on all social media at the Alliance Blog, and we stream live on Twitch, Kick, and YouTube every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., and 8 p.m. Eastern at the Alliance Blog. Until then... We are the Alliance.